And joining me now are Steph and Asma from the Long Lost Year Project. Hi, welcome. Hi, Chris. Hey. We've 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 obviously met virtually, um, but not not you know you 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 fit into the category I would say of of sort of friends from lockdown. You could all of a sudden you can <laughs> meet people that you've got to know and you've chatted to, but now you can meet face to face. It's very nice that it's actually in real life and face to face. And it's important really because part of the long last year is obviously people recovering from uh, the pandemic, and we're still in it, and we've still got a long way to go there. But people have have had a lot of battles to get through, haven't they? Definitely. And I think um, it's a weird time at the moment because it's almost like snapping back to how things used to be and everyone's getting busy again. But I think we're all carrying, I suppose, some of the trauma that we've all experienced. It was all quite difficult and really hard. So, yeah, we're just trying to find creative ways that we can reflect and talk about it really and be, be open about the difficulties as well as the positive th- things that came out of the pandemic as well. Right, and without breaking any great confidences, Asma, you know, are there other particular issues that have been brought to you as part of the work you've been doing? Yeah, all sorts really. Um, we were just talking um, with a few ladies now about body image and a lot of us gained weight during lockdown. Mm. Sort of maybe <laughs> accepting that and not being so hard on ourselves. Okay, I'm glad and to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and being kind to ourselves is, is, has been a thing perhaps some people have talked about, you know, not to be, not to be hard on ourselves and... and um, Recognise we're all in it in it together. Um, and Steph, just moving forward now, because talk about the long lost year, but actually it's becoming quickly the long lost two years, isn't it? it and, is. and and we're facing obviously rises as we speak in terms of infections and sadly deaths as well. So this is going to be an ongoing support, really. Yeah. So the pro- the formal kind of project has um, is coming to an end. So connects as our kind of. Uh, our kind of final uh, launching place I suppose but we've got um, lots of resources that people can still access so we've got a resource pack which has got a whole host of creative activities people can do on their own or as a group it's got signposting information to organisations that can help um, and uh, things around self-care and things like that we've got um, zines here this weekend so again more activities that people can take take home with them Um, but the work of the lost project where I'm from we're doing a lot of work to reflect with communities about grief and loss and loss in all of its forms and people can always get in touch with us if there's other um, ways that we might be able to help. I was, I was exactly what I was going to ask you, and it was about the different types of grief that people face. I know I, uh, there was people up in some of the areas I've worked in where they worked in community centres, and they said when it was closed, it was like, oh, I've I've lost a person almost, mm. and they and two weeks later they found a way of opening it again, you know, in order to be key workers. What are the kind of different losses that people have reflected? Loss of connection is a huge one, and I think that. I think no matter how you're connected to a big local, I think that really resonates, whether that's your work, that you you know that actually your colleagues aren't there anymore, but actually the whole thing is about yeah coming together and and although zoom and and you know whatsapp and all of these things have been amazing it doesn't really cut the mustard when it comes to actually being together there's yeah there's lots I think um as asma said earlier about. Uh, loss of jobs connection I think another one was about outdoor space and there's a sort of loss uh, a loss but also a a found element in that that people found a lot of joy and connection in being outside and really savoring times with friends even though it was like logistically difficult to meet yeah lots of different things Um, obviously it's been a very difficult time tragic time for people 
losing loved ones. Um, that we've not had the support systems in place that you would normally have in terms of funerals. You know, you can't. One of the things you can go go to a funeral is terrible. We can hug each other. All that's been it was t- was stripped away, uh, and therefore, obviously, that's impacted on people as well in terms of of grief and loss. What have you encountered in the conversations you've had, or the or through the project? Well, uh, yeah, I think the loss project have been really good in. Uh, bringing people together and facilitating spaces and um, things online for people to like connect with one another and, and sort of talk through their experiences because it can be really isolating, especially when we can't see each other and grieve together. Yeah. Because um, I think that's a really important part of the grieving process. Um, so they've been brilliant um, doing that kind of work, which is heavy work, but really important. Yeah, I think just acknowledging that... Um We've had to be really creative as to how we find new ways of remembering people and honouring people and coming together. And I've heard lots of stories about people doing that on Zoom and but also people inventing sort of new rituals on their own. Like um, I heard of somebody recently, not through the project, but just a, a conversation I had around uh, uh, actually doing a ritual together on a beach um, because the person that they lost uh, loved spending time there. So actually going and visiting that um, and uh, we've got some lovely pieces of artwork actually up in the exhibition at Connects at the moment one uh, piece of artwork honouring uh, the death of uh, a young chap's grandmother Um, and also another beautiful artwork which is a a landscape piece but it was marking actually the death of um, a, a woman's husband and that wasn't during lockdown but obviously all of those feelings came back up again because we're just immersed in in all of these you know we we see all of the figures on the news and the stories and you, you can't help but be impacted by previous losses as well i think and i was overwhelmed by the um the hearts uh, on the road bank in london you know that tremendous you know just it, the, the gorilla kind of art really that came out as well and 150,000 hearts and it was a it was a time when you could look at look at the extent of loss really and, and I've not seen anything else that uh, that would reflect it in such a way and we do need those kind of ways don't we in order to to, to capture um, the, the depth of the pain that people have felt. I think so and I think it's also really nice to be able to do something and get it out of your body as well like actually the act of drawing something or making something is really important within that um, you know, it's really great to talk, but sometimes actually it's nice to spend just some reflective time doing something with our hands and making something. And, and yeah, hopefully if people want to, they can drop in and come and make some stuff with us over it, the weekend. Indeed. As where, where can they find you? We are on the first floor. That was a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> where are we? <laughs> where are we? Yeah. In Gallery One, we're in... Yeah, <laughs> we're upstairs in Gallery One. You're upstairs yeah. in Gallery One. People can pop in there. That's yeah, the we'd place love for everyone find. to stop by. It's not all doom and gloom. There's a lot of joyful moments that we're sharing together. So. I'm just just around the corner from where I am, so yeah, you know, exactly. I will be I will be along. Yay. Um. <laughs>